You are welcome to a great moment in destiny. God is about to speak directly to you and the message coming right up is crafted by heaven not just to challenge you but to align your destiny. As you embrace divine instruction, expect that God's word is bringing about revival, healing, restoration and transformation to your entire life. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me and receive God's word through his choice vessel. Apostle Goodhart, Obi Ekweme. Turn together with me to Psalm 92, and then we'll go to Matthew 16. We want to begin a series in this month called Planted to Flourish. Planted to Flourish. Psalm 92, 12 to 14, let's read together as a family. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and flourishing. Mm. They shall be what? All right. So when you see anybody who is, uh, she or he is flourishing. All right. That's a word of encouragement for somebody here. Praise God. Matthew 16, 18. Hallelujah. I am fat and flourishing. Huh? Hallelujah. Matthew 16, verse 18. And I say also unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Planted to flourish, part number one. Our Father and our God, it is truly unto you again we're gathered from all walks of life to give you the praise, the glory, and the honor that is due your name. I beseech you again to take a coal of fire from the altar of heaven and on the lips and the tongues of clay of this seven son of yours that tonight I will come to these your people on the site and online with a word from the throne of grace. Help me to go beyond my study, contemplation, and memory and speak expressly your counsel. Move your sons and your daughters from where we are to where you've reserved for us. Let devils be terrified. Let the body of believers be edified and let Jesus alone be glorified tonight with us. Always return the praise, the glory, and the honor back unto you. In Jesus' wondrous name we pray. Somebody shout a big amen. amen. You may please be seated in God's wonderful presence. For the past few days we've been looking at the beauty and the power and the glory of the church. The church. We've said over and over that the church literally is on the mind of Abba Father. It is the one thing that God is building on the earth today, the church. 
the church. The church may not be glorious just yet, but it is a very intention of God that the church will ultimately emerge to be the glorious church. Somebody once said that the ark in the ark of Noah, there were quite a few things and animals that were there. But you see, in the midst of that, that ark brought about safety for Noah, his sons and their wives and his own wife and all that were kept in that ark of safety. Again, in our day, in our age, God is very, very busy building another ark of safety called the church. And the church cannot be pushed over. The church cannot be gainsaid. The church cannot be sidestepped. The church cannot be sidetracked. Only if the church is built according to heaven's design, blueprint, and pattern. He said, he, Jesus, will build his church. And then there's a guarantee that the gates of hell will not prevail. I believe that God is not only intent in building what we know to be the universal church, the body of Christ, the body of believers across the length and the breadth of the earth, but God is also interested in building the local church or the local assembly. Very, very important. The local assembly is the makeup of the garden of believers where two of three are gathered in his name, he guarantees that there he will be in the midst of the people. We saw from the first century church, it was a template of what God determined and designed for the church to look like. Very, very powerful church. Right from the birth on the day of Pentecost in Acts 2, the church became very, very powerful. Miracles, signs, and wonders were wrought from the church so that the unsaved were afraid to join themselves to the church. A man called Saul uh, took up letters to persecute the church uh, along his way on the, at Damascus. He encountered God and God said to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? You can't kick against the pricks and the pricks will not hurt you. So even Saul realized that what he thought was a church really was the body of Jesus. And you can't touch his body and the head will not react the church the church is very very jealous about the church we saw in acts that in the template of the new testament church they were involved in four cardinal activities in acts 241 then they that gladly received his word were baptized and the same day they were added unto them about three thousand souls know the number we'll get the letter three thousand souls so they knew the number that were saved and they knew the number that was added to the church they were added to the church three thousand souls and they continued steadfastly number one in the apostles doctrines or teaching number two and fellowship cononia number three in breaking of bread or in the ordinance of the communion table number four and in prayers these four activities largely undergird the new testament church that jesus is building apostolic teachings 
fellowship, kononia, the breaking of bread, lifting the ordinance of the breaking of bread. And then, of course, prayers on a consistent and a continual basis. Believers, believers it is important for us to understand the need for believers to not only be a part of the universal church and you become that when you become born again. You become enlisted. You become numbered with the universal church. The body of believers. Those have died. Those who are alive and those who will be born. That will be believers. The body of believers. Universal. Intangible yet real church. However, it becomes Similarly important that beyond or in addition to being a part of the universal virtual church, that you will be established and planted as part integrally of a local assembly called the local church. Very, very important. Very, very critical. If believers are going to enjoy spiritual stability, it's needful that believers become rooted and grounded in a local church. You find believers who have been planted, who have been rooted and grounded in local assemblies across the length and the breadth of the church, especially if it's what we know to be a living church where God's word is proclaimed without guile, without hypocrisy, where the Holy Spirit is given room to move as he pleases and where the word of God is preached doctrinally in such a place you find liberty and you find expression to be all that God designed you to be as a believer. Ministry should flow from the local church. Every ministry in the body of Christ is situated in a local church. That's right. It's a place for training. It's a place for release. Many years ago, the Lord gave us a system of training, discipleship called the GEAR system, which is G-E-A-R, the acronym for GATHER, to equip, to activate and release. We've come to understand that God starts the process of, of gathering believers from gathering. But beyond gathering, he desires for each individual to grow spiritually to the point of maturity where you are released into your own ministry, whether in the local assembly or in the marketplace. Ministry is effective in the local assembly and ministry is effective in the marketplace. Beyond the church, beyond your service in church, maybe as a worker or whatever area of endeavor, God designed you and I to be effective in the marketplace as a salt of the earth and the light of the world. That we become ambassadors of the things we've imbibed and learned in the church. We become an extension of the body of Christ in the various fields of endeavor. So in the banking hall, they ought to see Jesus' appear. In the hospital, they ought to see many Jesus appear. In polity, in government and governance, they ought to see many Jesus appear. But those people are discipled in the church, gathering, equipping, activating, which is done by the Holy Ghost, and then a release. But oftentimes, people want to be released before there is a gathering. People want to be released before they are equipped or discipled. 
People want to be released before they are activated or breathed upon by the Holy Ghost. That's why people have run into politics, claim to be Christians, but <laughs> along the course, they realize they did not have what it takes to venture where they ventured in terms of Christian character development. Many have ventured into business and realized they failed to gather the training enough to go into what they've gone into. In other words, the church is a place of training and releasing. Training and releasing. There comes that moment where God will have you be momentarily in obscurity. No name, no fame. No notoriety, no visibility. Yet, in that moment of seeming quietness and isolation is the moment he's doing a great work of training. I call it training for reigning. If you fail to subscribe to the process and the program of heaven of training, if ever you have the chance of visibility, you fall flat on your face in shame and disgrace. Jesus appeared before John the Baptist by the river Jordan. And John said, you come to me to, to be baptized. I ought to come to you to be baptized. You are the master. You are the Lord. Jesus said to John, suffer it to be so for now. Yes, I'm the Lord. But I must need to go through this pathway. I must be announced. I must be introduced by somebody. Everybody needs somebody to introduce you. Everybody needs somebody to announce you. What am I saying? There's certain things you must be willing to suffer just for now. Training for reigning. I dare say perhaps some other things you may be going through a long life's journey concerning your finances, your business, your career path could just be God's program of training you. Preparing you for the time that the scepter of authority will be placed in your hand. And may it be that in the moment of isolation, in the moment where you did not have visibility, that you go through your full course. So when the light shines upon you, you'll be ready to manifest the glory of the Lord. God, take it here. I perceive that God has been training us in this boot camp for four years. I know, I know, I know that giants are about to rise from this company of believers. Oh yes, oh yes. You may not look like it now. You may not smell it. You may not behave it. But keep on keeping on. Keep on going through the process of training because there is reigning ultimately after the season of training. Suffer it to be so for now. It's important to be planted if you're going to enjoy spiritual stability. Those who are planted in local assemblies are more likely to enjoy spiritual stability than those who are not planted underscore the word planted in our day in our time in our climb in our time we see that the attitude amongst people today is such that there's an advocacy of not necessarily belonging to a local assembly you know we're in the day of choice we're in the day of full options you can eat anything you can drink anything you can order anything online you can read anything you know we're in a world of choices full options you see but but when it comes to the things of god 
God doesn't quite allow us those kind of options. There is a place and a space he has reserved for you to be per time. When you find that place, when you locate that, that space, there are certain blessings that find you there. You've heard me say at four times that your allocation is found in the place of your spiritual location. Let me say it again. Your allocation by God, from God, is found in the place of your spiritual location. So when you locate your location in God, your allocation finds you there. Hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you're in place, Certain things meet you when you are in place. We have a generation that presents a very wide shopping list in terms of what church to go to, what church to belong. Today, many so-called believers have waned from making commitment, dedication to a particular local assembly per time. We are in a generation where people switch from place to place not only about church about every aspect of life fads and fashions come and go the things that are fashionable today were probably things that were fashionable in the days our our grandparents or our parents were born there is nothing new under the sun once upon a time bell bottles were in fashion upon a time straight slim trousers were in fashion you know there's really nothing new under the sun that's the truth be told but yet, believers have this idea that they can pick and choose where they go to, what they, what they drink from, and, and where they belong. It doesn't work that way. No, 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 it doesn't work that way. Not with God. And sometimes the reason people say, well, they can't quite commit to a local assembly per time is that life is busy. <laughs> Are we busier than many years ago? Not necessarily so. Life is a matter of choices. You will make choice or make a decision or make room or make time for the things you consider to be important and valuable to you. If you consider your health to be valuable, you, you make time to look after your health. If you consider your finances to be valuable, you, you make time to invest in your business. If you consider your spiritual development to be, to be valuable, you will make time. To develop yourself spiritually, which includes connecting, number one, and committing to a body of believers where it's your family. Hmm. It's your family. There is a certain place and certain space that God has for his children per time. Beloved, this is one of God's methods for causing believers to be fruitful and productive. We read in our text, Psalm 92, verse 12 to 14. The righteous shall what? Shall flourish. Like the palm tree, he shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those that be planted, planted, let that word resonate in your heart, planted, planted planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and flourishing. Now, these are the dividends or 
or the byproducts of believers that will consent to this God's method of bringing fruitfulness, productivity, and flourishing in the lives of believers. <laughs> there are certain battles that you, you, you minimize by identifying your spiritual house. Yeah, I tell you, there are battles you minimize. There are untold battles people fight because they are spiritual vagabonds or spiritual uh, polygamists. Move from here to there, never really quite being established in a place long enough for God to cause them to bear fruit, to flourish, to thrive. Just the moment there's about to be a flourishing, boom, they move to the next colorful thing. Beloved, I am not teaching this out of a personal self-aggrandizement. Don't, don't, don't ever think that. Far be it. I, I am teaching this with a renewed understanding about the power of the church when it's built according to heaven's pattern. Until the church is built according to heaven's blueprint, the church will lack the power that it's supposed to exercise. So he will cause his rod to come out of Zion and then we will rule in the midst of our enemies. Psalm 110, 1 to 3. The Lord said to my Lord, sit down on my right hand until I make your enemies my footstool. That's the church. He said he will send his rod out of Zion and that rod will rule where? In the midst of his enemies. Listen, let me try to be clear again. God sent Jesus to the earth, Kito Paronda. Jesus sent the Holy Ghost to the earth, Kantia. But the Holy Ghost gave birth to the body of Christ, the church, on the day of Pentecost. So, so the part, quote unquote, of Jesus on the earth now, concretely, is you and I, the body of Christ, the church, the church, the church. The church is the chosen vessel and organ that God will use to deal a final blow against Satan. The church. The church. The church. Romans 16.20 says, says and, and, and Satan shall be bruised shortly under your what? Your feet. The church. The church. The feet of Jesus is not in the head of Jesus. The feet of Jesus is found where? In the body of Jesus. Mm, the church is a powerful organ if it's built correctly. He says, the government shall not be on the head. The church. The government shall be upon where? The shoulders. The battle line was drawn in the garden of Eden when man fell. God spoke a prophetic word and said there is a seed coming. That seed will come. That seed will bruise your head. You may succeed at biting its heel, making some discomfort here and there. But ultimately, that seed will crush your head and bruise your head. Who's that seed? That seed is what? Jesus. It wasn't Isaac, it was Jesus. But I have got good news for you. Kato picket. Jesus' feet is not on Jesus' head. Jesus' feet is where? In the body of Christ. 
Yeah, that's the church. The world that is evolving, if it's built according to pattern. Listen, it, uh, la, la, la. the Bible says that by the reason of your children at the gate, your children shall speak to your enemies at the gate. Listen, listen. Uh, it, it's, it's not going to take God fighting the devil. No, sir. No, sir. There is something, someone coming out of Jesus. He, uh, Adam was made to sleep. He got back up. He to open his side and brought a rib and made a woman and said, Hey, wow, man, woman. That was Eve, mother of creation. Listen, the person or the extension that will deal a blow against the enemy in the last days is the church. It was a mystery kept for many, many years until Apostle Paul, by the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, began to download the mystery of Christ and the mystery of the church. The church. You are not who they say you are. You're going to emerge as you go through the process preparation training for reigning there's glory at the end the church we saw a sneak preview in acts 1 to acts 28 but what is coming in our day and age ah yeah 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 the church so what the enemy is fighting on the earth today is the church not organizations not economies not one system. No, just this church. We, we, we tend to despise it. Who are we? Just a bunch of guys clapping, jumping, dancing. No, that is heaven's chosen vessel to release glory to our dead age. Do you know that angels come to watch what God is doing in the church? How can men become like gods? How is it possible? It's a mystery. It's called the mystery of Christ and the mystery of the body. It must be built correctly. It's not for rascals. It's not for, for shooting shadows. I'm born again. It's okay. I'm, I'm my own person. No. It's not for tyrants and truants. It's for people who come together in harmony, understanding that they are all individual members of the same body yes sir yes sir there are many templates of the church in the bible one the church is the bride of jesus number two the church is the body of christ he is the head we are the body number three the church is the army of god on the earth so you are soldiers you have no business to be entangled with civilian affairs. You are a part of the army of God. But as the body, <laughs> ah, Paul wrote in Ephesians 5 that these things I speak of, not just about marriage, husband and wife, I speak of what? Christ and the church. I quote it. If our eyes are opened, COVID-19 came against what I'm sharing with you now. This is the last onslaught against hell when the church gets it right get it right and then the glory rest thank you jesus thank you jesus you're the one building your church and the gates of hell will never prevail ah saints it becomes very important as a believer born again 
to seek to be planted in a very meaningful way, integral way, in a local assembly. Now, in the local assembly, the local church, God reveals his character, his nature, his heartbeat in a very corporate way and setting. The word plant means something that is stationary. I'm going to write down and ask yourself, are you stationary or you're mobile? Three months you change. Six months you go walk out a month. When the message becomes hot, you go, Tiaris, not here, just teaching you generally. Ah, permanent, something that is in a fixed location. Attending conferences and concerts and other things that may accessorize and embellish your work as a believer is not enough to substitute the need for every believer to be a member of a church, localism. Supplements never replace a proper meal. Hmm. When push comes to shove, you will need a proper meal. The supplements only complement the meal to give you perhaps what you consider to be a balanced diet. But if all you took out of life is supplements and supplements and supplements, the supplements need food to work. Many believers are living on supplements. The house is quiet. The church, the Greek word for the church is called ecclesia. Simply, the called out ones or an assembly. It speaks of a calling out or an assembly or an assembling. Bible does say in Hebrews that we're not to forsake the gathering of one another as is the custom of some. <laughs> so it's a custom of some believers to forsake it. I don't have to be any, I'm a, I'm a member of the universal church. I don't belong anywhere. I go anywhere I want to go to. That's a rebel. I can't go far. It's a shooting star. That's why single women and men, when you're getting ready to get married, one question you should ask your husband-to-be or wife-to-be, what church are you planted in? Do they know you there? Does the leadership know you? Because a man who is not under spiritual cover as a single man will not provide cover for you. No, they won't. The assurance that your man will bring you cover, he must be undercover. You can't give what you don't have. Very important question. Where are you planted? Who knows you? How involved are you there? How active are you there? We find that in scriptures that it is planting that leads to flourishing, to thriving. The Bible says that where two or three are gathered, underscore the word gathered, in my name, there am I in their midst. Something about gathering. <laughs> something about gathering i mean covid19 came with different angles and perspectives of globals come on one hand and just uh, some gangsters here and there you know all kinds of stuff you know it's not that it's not real I, it's real yeah but more real is the blood of christ that's what i'm saying yeah. uh, but i can tell you it, it's not just uh, nobody like that nobody like that 
Look like that. Do you know how much money people have made under COVID-19? Do you know what it takes just to be in the business of testing for COVID? Reliably told, in this city, there's a company that makes multiples of thousands of US dollars per month just testing you for COVID. You think it's just normal that when you travel, you test before you go, you test there, you test before you leave, you test here. Somebody's making some cool box. <laughs> Let me not go there. <sighs> so I don't get in trouble, Dr. Martin. Let me hold my peace and be a pastor. <sighs> it's not like that. <laughs> One thing it targeted in addition to many is stop them from gathering. Listen, the, the, the social media is powerful. TV ministry is powerful. Uh, the airwaves are powerful. You, you, can't even, you can't even qualify the amount of ministry that is done in the airwaves. In fact, the truth be told, the enemy tried to push the church to a closet. The church went wild in the airwaves. The airwaves were blanketed with the word. That's the truth. But you see, there's still the potency that occurs when believers gather. I contend. Don't, don't be fooled. Something about the assemblage of saints. Hallelujah. The word flourish means to break forth as a bud. To flourish, break forth as a bud. It also means to blossom and spread. So these are things that, things that happen when you are planted. You break forth, you bud, you flourish, you spread. Being planted guarantees the fruitfulness and the flourishing of individual believers in church, but also the corporate entity called the local church. I wrote here, disclaimer. I'll tell you what it is. That's my notes. I said disclaimer. What's the disclaimer? <laughs> the disclaimer is that, beloved, and it's true, at least factual, there is nothing in the world called a perfect church. At least now. No. The church is being perfected. We're growing up onto sonship maturity. But at this point in time, there's nowhere in the world they find perfect church. Why? The church is designed to be, firstly, a spiritual clinic. It's a place for emergency. It's a place for all kinds of casualties. <laughs> yeah. It's a place where people come and find refuge and find shelter. They find healing. Find restoration. It's a church. So the church cannot be a spiritual clinic and you think everybody in the church will be well at the same time. No. Some are getting well. Some are coming in sick. That's why you have to learn to be tolerant with believers. Not every believer is at the same level of the spiritual maturity. You must be tolerant. You must be patient. One may be a child. One may be a youth, adolescent. One may be maturing. One may be an adult. People are in different growth uh, spheres. So don't deal 
with people just like that. Be tolerant. Have a, have a, have a luxury room to deal with people because you don't know where they are. The church is a clinic. So there is no perfect church, local assembly, anywhere. If there was, by the way, if you're looking for one, the moment you step in there, you corrupt it. Because you are not perfect. I'm not perfect. There's no perfect pastor anywhere. If you're looking for the ideal pastor, the ideal church members, the ideal choir members, the, yeah, yeah, you look for a long time. Just join. And God is working on us all at the same time. We are all work in progress. Hello, somebody. You are work in progress. I'm a pastor who's work in progress. Praise God. Hallelujah to Jesus. So there's no perfect church. So if you have that list of perfection, when I find this church, A, B, C, D, that's my church. You won't find that church. And I'll show you a few pointers how to locate where God has prepared for you. All right. Let's look at Deuteronomy 26 and Jeremiah 3. It's a Bible class. Let's look at the Bible. Take down notes. Deuteronomy 26, 1 to 2, and Jeremiah 3. Glory to Jesus. Somebody being blessed tonight? Shout, this is my church. I'm glad to be a part of this church. Say like you mean, this is my church. I'm glad to be a part of this family. Amen. Your own family is the best. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. My family at home, me, my boys, my girl, my wife, we're the best. That's my judgment. So your family at home is the best. Likewise, your own spiritual family is the best. If you don't blow your trumpet, nobody blew for you. You better blow your trumpet. This is my house, and it's the best. And it's not best because we're trying to compete. It's best for me. That's all I mean. It's best suited for me, tailor-made for me. Anywhere else, I'd be a misfit. We're not competing. We're bigger, we're richer. Big building, big cast. No, 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 no. That is, that is, that is carnal. They that compare themselves with others are not wise. We, we don't do that. We, we, we are kingdom minded. But the point is, where we are planted is tailor made for us. Is bespoke. Praise God. Aren't you glad to have a bespoke pastor for you? A bespoke associate pastorate team. A bespoke choir, a bespoke protocol team, a bespoke olive tree ministry. I mean, everything is bespoke for you. Shout, this is my house. I'm glad to be at home. Praise God. Deuteronomy 26, 1 to 2. Let's do some Bible study. That's right. When thou art coming unto the land, with the Lord thy God giveth thee for an inheritance, and possesses it and dwellest therein that thou shalt take of the first of all the fruit of the earth which thou shalt bring of thy land that the Lord thy God giveth thee and shall put in a basket and shall go unto the place where the Lord thy God shall choose to place his name there there is a place who chooses? The Lord chooses to place his name there. Wow. So what you're to do 
is not to get to a place and then ask God to put his name where you found. Error. Bless me, it never revives limited assembly. Never. What you do, you ask him, where have you put your name on for me? Kotebala. Don't ask God to bless your venture. Ask God to show you the venture he has blessed. It's an easier way to prosper. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's my life story by God's grace. Many of the things I find myself doing, you know, it, it's not out of, I want to be a superstar. I want to be on radio, GPPA. No, 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 no. There were leadings and dealings of the spirit. If you venture there, and God hasn't sent you, the money required will drive you crazy. Crazy. 24 stations cost multiple millions per month to be alive. I sleep. I don't think about it. The sender is the backer. Yeah, just before the bills show up. Somehow, ask people around. Boom, 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 boom. Just, just when the bills show up, boom. And it's three years running. The building project we're involved in today, I lie not, is by divine instruction and blueprint. It's not that I want to do a building. But the truth be told is that people ask me, Sir, are you now building? I, I'm, I'm, I'm shy to tell them we are building. They say, you again, you again, you again. That's what they say. I say, it's not that me again. It's just the assignment and the mandate. <laughs> I mean, how can a people be involved in a church building project that is sweatless, stressless? The members are under no iota of pressure. Some don't even know where it's located. Some have never been there before. It's a mystery. It says, okay, we're, we're building somewhere, somewhere. The design is seven floors. We are now on the sixth floor. By next few weeks, we'll be on the seventh floor to the glory of the Lord. No pressure. Why? commanded. Don't ask for God to bless your venture. Ask, what venture have you blessed? What marriage have you blessed? Then enter the marriage. You know it's blessed. Don't choose your wife based on tribe. Chai. My daughter, chai. <laughs> Don't choose your husband based on specs. Or pepper rest. Fine, get the fine man. We get pepper rest. No, be so. When I meet my wife, I don't get any pepper. As broke as they come. You know about my, my vintage 505? Oh, I had a personal alarm. As I came to Sule, I did more like, boom, 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 boom. You, I, The pastor is coming down the road. That's the man of God. He's coming. Is that right? With his, his personal siren. Boom, 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 boom. The exhaust department. You're laughing, my son. That's man of God. My to woman of God. You don't want to see the house I lived in. Uh, you don't go, God. <laughs> I wish I kept pictures. This is a reminder where God brought you from. So it wasn't about specs. Why will the first son of a known evil family go to Oshobu to marry? Doesn't make sense. Makes God. Today they are seeing that you can enjoy peace, bliss. Married to somebody from the Western world. Oh, yeah. They see it in our house, in our family. Say, wow, 
married made in heaven. What am I saying? Look for where God has placed his name. Go there. Said so the place he chose to place his name. Go there. Don't make him place his name there. I like the way this church is. I like the music there. You know. The pastor drives Rolls Royce. I like him. The pastor does miracles. I like the miracles. The pastor is loud. I like him. <laughs> it's where he has chosen. That is your place. Look at Jeremiah 3.15. Are you blessed? Are you really blessed? Are you glad to be home? I'm so glad to be home. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 3.15. And I will give you what? Oh, come on. Preach along with me. Give you who? All right. I will give you pastors. According to your own heart. According to your prayer point. Your own desire. Your own fantasy. Your own imagination. No, sir. I will give you pastors. According to my heart. Whoa. Which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. So our responsibility here is not to pick and choose the place, the church, <laughs> to pick and choose the pastor. No, sir. Our responsibility is to find the place and to find the pastor that God has already what? Chosen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Mm. <sighs> How do I locate God's place for me to be planted. Number one, acid test or principle, call them principles. Principle number one, as a child of God, you should be accustomed to being led by the Spirit of God. Romans 8.14 For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So your inner witness should be, should be the safest guide for you in any of life's decisions and choices. As many as are led. So many can be led. So if you haven't trained yourself to be led in the seemingly small mundane things, you will struggle in other matters that may appear more weighty. Marriage, business, career, what church family to be a part of so number one a witness there must be a click that this is the place that nobody can get to there's a peace that comes when you find your place you attend one time two three four say honey there's something about the place i can't quite tell but something clicks it's our home praise god it's very cute bible declares in proverbs 20 27 the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. So your spirit is the candle with which God leads and guides you. So leadership of the spirit. Number two, how do I locate God's place to be planted as my own church family? When you find there, expect to be spiritually challenged to grow and to go beyond where you are so your own church family 
should provoke spiritual growth. Your character as Christ must be challenged. Ah, yeah, yeah. It's not a place where you are uh, uh, you're petted, you're pampered, and you, you ah, yeah, yeah. and you know that you're, you're living not how you should live as a believer, but you're comfortable in that church. You better run for your life. If you're in a church where you're not living right, and the word coming, rather than prick your conscience, I wake you to right deeds, makes you comfortable in your sin, you are, you are in trouble. You have to run. Honestly. It could be a gateway to hell. Run for your life. Run for your life. Everything may seem right. The music, the lights, the sound, the house, the cars, <laughs> but nothing provokes you from rising from that place. Run for your life. You don't need a prophet to tell you that. Run for cover. So, where you are, or where God's place for you will challenge you to grow, to mature, to become more Christ-like. Number three, your place will naturally be suitable for you and your family. It's a house for you and your family. If you're married, your children naturally feel at home there. You know, Many parents have joined churches because they realize their children found home in that church. And they realize this, my child, needs to be nurtured. <laughs> yeah, so it's a place that is suitable for you. Parents, children, it's a family thing. Ephesians 4, 16 says, From whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplier according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, make it increasing of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. Ultimately, when you find your church family, there'll be room for you naturally to express your ministry. There'll be room to express your ministry. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Number four, when you find your place, you need to be in agreement with the vision, the mandate of the church. You can't run counterwise with the vision and it's your place. No, you'll be a rebel. You'll be critical. So wherever you are, if it's your place, something soothes you when you know and hear the vision of the church. Amos 3.3 How can two walk together except they be in agreement or agree? So doctrinally, something must agree in your heart. It's not everybody that can, be, that can be here. They're not designed to be here as local assembly members. In their mind, it's not what they're all about, life. They want something else about life. But for those who are called to this house, it's the word they need and the word they relate with. Hello, somebody? Shout hallelujah. Praise God. That's why I would say you have a license to leave a local assembly where you don't agree with the vision. You cause the church problem, cause the pastor problem, and he and they will cause you problem. Praise God. Find your place. <laughs> Number five, it will be a place where you will be constantly equipped and empowered to do the will of God. Equipped to do the will of God. Again, from the extension of, of point four, you find ministry 
easily in the place that God has ordained for you. You won't struggle to be engaged for your gifts to be harnessed and to be expressed. Number six, it is a place, very important, where you receive regular quality spiritual diet. Remember, Jeremiah 3.15 says, I will give you pastors after my heart and then they will feed you with the word of knowledge. So it's a place to be fed, nourished spiritually. Not a place to hear stories. Time I bought I was here, London, came back, Las Vegas. Oh, if you know, if you know. Ah, oh, wow. Let's share the grace. No, 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 no. Get out from that place. Storytelling about me, myself, and I. Oh, if you know, if you know. Oh, my house, my car. Oh, you know, I went so. Don't be bad. Don't be bad. Don't be bad. Okay, let me be bad. Quote unquote. Can I be bad? Because we're family. <laughs> I, I went to a conference to preach with, with another, another minister. And, and he, part of his message was to put on the slide his house. Oh, this is my house, my wife, my children. I said, what does that have to do with the flock? Keep your house to yourself. That's not the gospel. That's the gospel of me. We're called to preach Christ, not self. So if you're in it, no, you're not, you're already here. But if you were ever in a place where all you hear is storytelling, uh, uh, pray for the man of God, then help yourself out to look for where you receive word for your soul. Why? Matthew 4 4. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God. So the word is critical for your spiritual well being. You need the word to be nourished. Praise God. Don't go to service and leave church. Ah, what you learn? Ah, no. Papa was hot. Ah, the service was, ah, yeah, it was wow. What did you learn? Ah, no, you, you don't believe it was, it was wow. Ah, no, I don't like that comment. That's why I asked you to write down notes. Ah, no, it was, it was wow. How, how wow? Not just wow. It's either you are not listening of that wow be as he gets. One of the two. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. We almost get in there. Number seven, we'll close here. A place where you have a sense of belonging. That's a sense of family identity. It just says this is home. I mean, you know, look at the, the bonds that have formed amongst us for the past few years. It, it's, it's so thick is so real, is so genuine. We have what is known to be a love attack in this church. You know, uh, you just we're just out of our ways to show love to each other, literally competing to outdo each other in love. I mean, just family, a sense of belonging. And this is home, home beyond your tribe, your culture, your class, your mass. This is your own spiritual family, your own spiritual heritage. Shout amen. When you find your place to be planted, guess what? The place where you also enjoy divine connections. Divine connections. It will be husband, meet it will be wife. It will be business partner, meets a partner. Huh. Uh -huh. One who is looking for employment, meets an employee or knows of an employer. 
It's all about family, divine connections. I didn't meet my wife in a nightclub. I met my wife in church. Just doing what I'm doing. Serving as the leader of a youth ministry. And somehow or the other, she joined the executive team. Somehow or the other, I smiled at her. You look like in Kemka. Ay, ay, yeah. And 24 years, she's been in my house. And I met her in the Lord's house. Shout hallelujah. Many good things and many blessings are found where? In the Lord's house. Don't meet your wife in the nightclub you're born again. What were you doing there in the first place? If you're born again, shuffling your feet nightclub. I met your wife there. What were you doing there? Tell me the nightclub. Friday nightclub, then Sunday, Osin goes, no, 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 not house of Let's rise on our feet. Can you clap for Jesus? <laughs> Hallelujah. Lift your voice and bless the Lord for the joy to be home, to be really planted. Can we thank him? Can we thank him? Give him praise, give him praise, give him praise. If you're a visitor, pray. Maybe this might be your house. If it is, get planted. If it's not, the doors are open to find your house. Lift your voice and thank him if this is your house. Can you thank him? A place of nourishment, a place of family, a place of receiving the word. Thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him. Oh, a place of spiritual networking. Aren't you grateful? You have a loving Christian family. They that are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of their God. Father, by your mercy, because you found us and located us in this very house, and we are now planted, we know we will continue to flourish in our courts in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Heads bowed, eyes closed. We must give the opportunity to anyone here, here or online, who is not born again, don't know Jesus. The first thing is to join the body of Christ and then the local assembly. If you're saying, man of God, pray with me. I want to get it right. Lift your right hand wherever you are. I'll be more than glad to lead you in that prayer. Are you there? Your right hand to the, in the sky, right hand wherever you are. You're saying, pray with me, pray with me. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. Father, Lord, we thank you. By your mercy, let your word go into such hearts. Let them connect with you by way of declaring you to be their Lord and their Savior. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen and amen. You have just experienced the preaching and teaching ministry of Good Heart Obi Ekweme, lead pastor of Revival House of Glory International Church, Rogic, and the apostolic leader of the Horn of Revival Ministry, a global outreach ministry mandated to carry the touch of revival across cities and nations. If you would like to ask a question, share your prayer request or testimony, or get more messages or books from Apostle Goodhart, please call or text 0805-223-4444 or email info at rogic.org. That is info at rhogic dot org also download the horn of revival ministry app on google play or apple store to connect with a variety of quality resources including rogic radio and our refreshing daily devotions to take you higher in life and for real-time ministry you can follow apostle goodheart on twitter the handle is at pastor goodheart and on Instagram, the handle is at Apostle 
good heart. Keep hearing the word of God. It will produce intimacy with your spirit for uncommon encounters on the earth.